Welcome back, Imaginers. This is the third part in a series on my own journey. I shared a bit about some of the mile markers in my journey, some of those aha moments that I couldn't unsee in the first episode. In the second episode, I talked about some of the bumps along the way. It was definitely not everything as I had planned, but I was able to identify two things that stood in my way and overcome those. In this episode, I want to tell you a little bit more about what my day-to-day life is now. But let's go back to the old days first. Because for me, it helps so much to compare and contrast how my life is different. Sometimes our brains have trouble fully understanding the changes that we've made. You might remember me talking about this in a previous episode on the power of acclimation, anchoring, because our brains struggle to see how far we've come, how things are different. Our brains love efficiency, and one of the ways that our brain tries to maintain efficiency is believing that things are the same. Isn't that crazy? So we have to tell it that things are different. And one of the ways that's helpful is, again, this process I talked about in previous episode on acclimation and anchoring into your new reality, and one of the elements of that is talking about it (laughs) and and truly, again, identifying what is different now versus then. Ideally, this is even more helpful if you do it while you're simultaneously doing something physical. It can be something like a little dance party. It can be doing something you never normally do. It can be something as simple as putting your hand over your heart. And while you're talking, telling, telling yourself what's different, making a physical connection. That helps with acclimation a lot. So today I'm going to do some more acclimating of my own. And I'm always blown away when I take time to, again, really compare and contrast how my life is different than it used to be. I spent almost 25 years in a traditional corporate America job where I would go into a physical office five days a week, 52 weeks a year, except on vacations. And I would often stare out my window and dream about a different kind of life. Dream about a life filled with flexibility and freedom. Working in my zone of genius, believing that there was something greater for me. I knew back then that there was something missing. And those were the beginnings. Those were the beginning whispers of moving to the career and life that I imagined. So for me, it helps to compare and contrast by looking at an average day. I remember those old average days when I would 
have so much trouble going to sleep on a Sunday night thinking about the week ahead and all the things that I was going to have to close the gap is the way that I always think about it now. Close the gap between the life that I had and the life that I wanted. And it takes so much energy to close that gap. So many of my clients are exhausted from trying to close that gap every day in their career, in their life. Because when we're not in that zone of genius, in that place that feels easy, that feels like, how can this be a job? Someone would pay us for this. Doesn't everyone know how to do this? When we're not in that space, it requires a lot of mental and physical energy to, again, close that gap. And oftentimes, that closing of the gap left me completely exhausted by the end of the week. But at the beginning of the week, I was anxious about it. I couldn't have put my finger back then on this concept of closing the gap. I couldn't have explained this as the, as the problem. But now I know that that's one of the main reasons that I felt exhausted and anxious and why I started to have medical problems, why I started to have trouble sleeping, why I started to feel discombobulated. And even though I am on a continuous journey right now, the anxiousness that I sometimes still feel, sometimes I can't get asleep, not very often anymore, but oftentimes those come from the joy of my life, the, the thrill of my life. And that joy and thrill isn't fully happiness, but it's a, it's a knowing that I am in my zone of genius now. And the goals and the next dreams that I set for myself come from a place of prosperity. And they used to come from a place of scarcity. I think about, again, just an average day and how that's different. I used to, again, have trouble sleeping. I felt rushed all the time. I felt anxious. I would look at the clock and wonder when the day was going to end. I would spend so much time closing that gap and feeling disheartened and unenergized by my life, despite the fact that I was incredibly successful that I had a job that that others envied, that I seemed to have a life that so many people envied. But that was looking from the outside. Looking from the inside, I felt, again, that gap, that rub between trying to close the space between what you have and what you want. And now there's so much less time spent Closing that gap. Very, very little, actually. But it's a continuation. Some of the things that I thought that I wanted when I was creating the career of my dreams, the life of my dreams, I realized along the way I actually don't. And then there's some other things that I've added in. 
So again, I'm going to tell you about my just an average day and what I find so exciting about it is if you ask me again in a year, some of it's going to be different. That evolution continues for us. And sometimes we have to try something out to see if it's the right fit. And this is a lot of the work that I do with my clients is uncovering and activating, trying some things out, trying it on, seeing what works, what we want to keep, and what we might want to stop. So my average day, which it's pretty magical, I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I used to say, I can't believe this is my life. And then I had a coach say to me, you know, every time you say that, you're kind of pushing away this life that you have. And so now I say, this is my amazing life. Is it always perfect? No. Is it still filled with fear and uncertainty and anxiety? Sometimes I'm still living a human life. We all are. But I can tell you, there's no more closing the gap between what I know I want and what I am both experiencing and continuing to work toward. And that is my hope for each of you. So my average day, I wake up without an alarm. And this, my friends, is magic. I remember the alarm from all those years ago, all those many years blaring, makes you want to throw something. (laughs) I am not a morning person, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. So waking up without an alarm is magical to me. And I couldn't, back when I was working in a traditional role, I couldn't imagine how that could be possible. That seemed like a dream for unicorns. But alas, it is available to everyone. And then I kick off what I call, stolen from a friend, slow mornings. Thank you, Tyan, for that great name. Slow mornings. I didn't even realize that's what I was doing until she gave me a name for it. Slow mornings are when you not only wake up without an alarm, but you just lie there. You don't grab for your phone. You don't jump out of bed worried that you missed an email, missed a text message. You simply wake up. You might doze back off. And you just spend some time being. We are human beings after all. You hear me say this. We're not human doings. We are supposed to be more of the time. I think that's why so many of us seek peace. But peace requires us to actually be present. So I spend some time in the morning being present. Simply be doing nothing except waking up. That can take... Anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, maybe an hour and a half some days. So 
Sometimes I have some epiphanies during that time. Sometimes I just spend time in gratitude. But I give myself space to actually be. On this particular morning, after my slow morning, I decided to spend even more time in bed. So I went and got my laptop and I got back in bed. It was magical. And I spent some time doing some work from my bed. I never could have imagined this when I was working in corporate America. After the pandemic, some companies are offering more flexibility with where you are working, how you're working. But for many companies, the vast majority of workers, they're still going into an office or they're still expected to be on a Zoom video. And that's not a life that I want. As an introvert, I find all of that exhausting. I want to be connecting with others on my timetable and spend plenty of time in solitude because that's when, and that's when us introverts get our energy. That's when we fill our cup again and we need that time. So I worked from bed for a while. Then I leisurely got up and I started getting ready and I love to listen to podcasts while I'm getting ready. My current favorites are the Guy Razor, How I Built This. It highlights how many entrepreneurs built their company. I also love Brene Brown's two podcasts. She's, she's been on a brief hiatus in the summer, but she will reemerge shortly, and I'm so excited. So I oftentimes listen to podcasts. Sometimes I listen to fellow coaching podcast friends of mine who have incredible wisdom to bestow. But I love getting ready and listening to podcasts. Then I headed to my co-working space. Again, I love connecting, but on my terms. So I love to spend... Sometime in my co-working space, most days, some days I don't, some days we're working from other places, but I do love connecting with other entrepreneurs and I love the inspiration that comes with other entrepreneurs. Then I had some coaching calls from my co-working space and then I recorded my own podcast. And oftentimes listening to others' podcasts, one of my strengths is maximizer, which means I love taking taking several things and making it my own, curating it into a new idea, using my perspective to take thousands of pages of information oftentimes or concepts and turn it into nuggets that I can provide to my clients. And so I love listening to all of the things, reading all of the things, and then providing those nuggets to you, my listener. Then I went for a walk. And then I did some more 
what I would call tactical work. I am, as I mentioned, not a morning person, but I am very fascinated by a book called The Power of When. And The Power of When, it includes a quiz. I love a good quiz or personality inventory or assessment. And The Power of When has an accompanying book, which gives you insight into your, what's called chronotype, which is basically your body clock. And I rejected my body clock for a very long time. My family would tell you that they saw my chronotype from the time, they probably say when I was in junior high. I remember I would come home from school and I grew up taking dance classes and tumbling and I would start dancing around the kitchen um, after school. And my mother was always fascinated because most kids are tired after school. But that was the time that I came alive. And this book has really helped me to stand in the truth of what I've known for a very long time, which is my chronotype is kind of the night owl. I tend to do my best deep work midday to the afternoon. And then I need a bit of a break. I can do some tactical things, which I usually wrap up toward the end of the day. And then I get another burst at night. And so on this particular day, after I wrapped up some tactical things, I went home, I cooked dinner, I enjoy cooking, and I find it relaxing and inspiring to try new things. And my husband and I had dinner and then spent some time together. And then I got that second burst. And during my evening burst, I actually feel highly creative. And that is the time that I am ideating, creating ideas, creating concepts, creating what turns into content for my clients, for my classes. And then I usually also spend time during that creative burst reading. I'm always reading a multitude of books simultaneously. It's the maximizer in me who loves to take, again, pieces of the puzzle and create something that is actionable, that is highly valuable, that is curated to give the most salient tips, actionable tips in the quickest experience. And... Then I usually go to bed with some more, again, intentional time, just sort of being, thinking about what I'm grateful for, acclimating into the day that I had, spending time just being a human being. I don't think we do enough of that. And when I think about the contrast of the life the career that I used to have in traditional corporate America. And that day I just described, I am definitely living a life and career, experiencing the career that I always imagined. 
And again, that is what I want for you. If you could reimagine your career and your life, what would you want more of? What would you want less of? In my coaching practice, we uncover and activate what you want in your life because the world is genuinely your oyster, especially in the time we are living in right now. We have a global economy at our disposal. People are reimagining work and life and living in a way we have not seen in, I'm going to call it a century. I believe we are having an incredibly inspiring revolution. So many of things that we took for granted in terms of both the way life should be, the way our career should be, and even the way the world should be or has been. We're questioning so much of that. I believe there's a renaissance going on. And there is momentum for new, for a different way of living, a different way of creating and providing value in the world. And that is available to each of you. So this week, I hope that you will take a small step to the career and life that you imagine. Think about the things that you'd want to keep, what you would want to discard, and then what would you want to create? What would be additive? You know that I'm cheering you on to that life, that career of your wildest dreams. Go out there and take a small step toward it and let me know how I can help. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined. 